Unstoppable Success Radio, episode 234. I'm Kelly Roach, and you are listening to Unstoppable Success Radio, the podcast for achievers, believers, dreamers, and doers who want to build a profitable, sustainable business around a life of purpose, fulfillment, freedom, and family. Now let's get down to business. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am thrilled to be back here today with you for another Ask Kelly episode. In today's episode, we're digging into part one of a two-part series in helping brand new aspiring and beginner entrepreneurs to understand how to build the right foundation from the start and to make key decisions the right way from day one to set themselves up to not only survive but thrive in the world of entrepreneurship. So if you're a total newbie, this episode's for you. But before we get started, I want to remind you that we love getting Ask Kelly requests. And in fact, we had about four people all come to us within a week's time saying they needed help on this topic, which is why I decided to create this series. You can use the call-in line at 610-910-3600 or email customer support at kellyroachcoaching.com to submit your requests for a topic for an Ask Kelly episode. So let's go ahead and dive right in. How to start a brand new business. Well, let's start off at the very very beginning with the essentials. The first thing that you really have to do when starting a new business is assess your own skill set, your passion, and the viability of the model that you're considering. You want to make sure that whatever business you are going to start, especially if it's your first one, that you are unbelievably passionate about whatever it is that you are about to do. Because the journey of entrepreneurship requires a massive investment of time, energy, will, and everything else in between. And so in order to have the stick with itness to make it through the high highs, through the low lows, and back to the high highs again, you want to make sure that you're pretty certain that you see this as a long-term vision for your life and that this is something that you are committed to working on and through for years and years into the future. You also want to make sure that in whatever business that you start, that you're going to lean on your strengths, that you're really going to assess what skill set you bring to the table and how that fits into this business that you're going to be getting started with. You also want to make sure, and this is a very important step that many people miss, that you assess the viability of your idea. You want to seek validation for your idea, success absolutely leaves clues, which means that for the vast majority of businesses that you would consider starting, there is a plethora of data online about your competitors, about the people in the same niche or industry that you're going to be in serving the same group of people. You really want to spend some time understanding the business model that they're utilizing, the services that they're offering, the topics that they're focused on, because success absolutely leaves clues. It's very rare in this day and age that you will start something that's totally new. And so you want to be able to really gather facts about what's going on in that space right now and pick up on some key considerations that you want to be thinking about and looking at as you begin to form your new business. 
And contrary to popular belief, competition is a great thing. The more competition you have, the more opportunity there is. Another great thing that I learned very early on when it comes to validating a business was when you are selling business to business, you always look for there to be a McDonald's in that local area. And when you see that a McDonald's is put in a local area, many times that means there's enough traffic, business, and industry to be able to support that. And the McDonald's Corporation spends major, major dollars researching the viability of a location before they actually put it into place. You want to do the same thing. You know, I've shared the quote I've heard before. I don't even remember who it's by, but you know, the battle is won before you set foot on the field. And that's absolutely true when it comes to starting a business. You want to make sure that you're going into a battle that you can win. You want to make sure that there's validation for your idea, that there's viable competitors, a business model that you can wrap your hands around, and that there's there's some type of um, path that, that you can follow as a beginning entrepreneur. It doesn't mean that you won't make it your own, follow your own path, create your own destiny, but absolutely the first time you're starting a business, you're looking to follow systems and models that have already been proven over time to work, okay? You also want to make sure, as I mentioned before, that you're aligning with your true passion. You know, one thing that new entrepreneurs typically don't realize is that the first two to three years of starting a business, you will be essentially investing everything that you make in the business back in the business in order to grow it enough to achieve any type of lifestyle that's built off of that business. So that means that when you're looking at your plan for starting and growing a business, that you have to consider that. This is one of the biggest mistakes that people make. You know, they start off with a little bit in savings, they go quit their job, they start a new business, and six months in, they're shutting it down and going back and getting a job because they didn't have a plan in place to fund the business enough to get it off the ground in order to grow it. Unless you're a sales and marketing superstar that has an uncanny ability to go in from day one and sell like a maniac before your business is even established, chances are you are going to need a runway of about two years where you have income coming in from another source in order to get your business growing enough to support you. And that is something very, very critical to plan for and to understand going into getting started with your business. It's also going to cost you money in order to build your list, drive traffic, gain visibility, and get the services that you need to get your business off the ground. So again, that means there either needs to be an abundance of savings sitting in the bank that is waiting to be tapped or another stream of income that can help you provide the source in order to fund these things. Otherwise, you're just going to be stuck treading water, treading water, hoping that one client comes in so you can put that money back out towards other things. It's much smarter to plan ahead and say, okay, for two years, I need to make sure that I have one stream of income over here funding this that can then allow me to grow this enough to then branch out and and springboard up and live off of this business. You want to get very clear on the problem you will solve and you want to at least have a starting market to focus on. Now, niching down is something that is important in business, but it's something that I hear far too many people coaching brand new entrepreneurs to start with. 
your niche is something that evolves over time. And while niche is very important, I see many new entrepreneurs that end up spending weeks, months, sometimes even years in inaction and planning because they still haven't figured out who their niche or sub niche is. Do not get stuck in that trap. Your niche will become clearer as you go out and do the work. You need to focus on a starting target market, meaning you know who you're going to serve. You know what problems they have. You know what general demographic they are. You at least know what space you're in, right? But you will sub-niche and sub-niche down again as you go out and serve. But what's most important is you have to be crystal clear on a problem that you will solve. You need to know exactly what transformation you are going to provide to the people that you focus on and what it's worth to them. You also need to know that that's a problem that's pressing enough to them, urgent enough to them, painful enough to them, frustrating enough to them that they're willing to spend money to solve it. Because just because you see a problem that could be solved or should be solved does not mean that people are motivated to solve it. There's a big difference between going out and serving a need versus going out and serving a want. You have to make sure you target the latter. Otherwise, you're going to have to be preaching to people that aren't even invested in solving the problem that you're trying to solve, which is never strong positioning. You want to preach to the converted, people that already believe this is a problem. I need help with this problem. I understand I might need to get some support in order to solve this. Okay. I get lots of questions about how to identify the people that you're going to serve, how to identify a beginning target market. And many times, and for most people, not everyone, but for most people, this is going to come down to you before your transformation. So chances are there's a reason why you decided to do what you do. And you probably had a life experience, uh, circumstances, a problem, whatever it was that led you to making the decision to do what you are about to do. So look at that previous you before that transformation, before you learned what you now know, before you became the person that you now are and target that group of people if that in fact is the case. You know, what is the transformation that you are offering them and what solution or approach can you bring to it that's a little bit of a spin, a little bit of a distinction from everything else in the market? To all my fellow entrepreneurs out there who want a little bit of a break from working on all of these big picture objectives, long-term goals, and dreams that are going to take you a decade to accomplish, I have great news for you. My brand new training called 1K in 7 Days has arrived. Now this super simple audio that you can consume in about an hour and a half is going to teach you the who, what, how, when, and why of how you can add an extra 1K to your bank account in the next seven days. So if you're just getting started or you feel like your business needs a little kick in the pants to get profitable again quickly, or maybe you just want someone to tell you exactly what you need to be doing to close more clients and see a rapid spike in your income, this training is for you. All you have to do to get access and gain your copy instantly is go to kellyroachcoaching.com forward slash 1k.
You also wanna make sure that you're targeting a space where there is money. And that's why I say competition is a good thing. And you wanna do competitive research when you're getting started to validate that there's enough money in the space that you're in and that the business model you're attempting or considering, the problem that you wanna focus on solving is a problem people are willing to spend money to solve right? Which you can easily do with your laptop computer, no investment necessary besides just some time. I will tell you right off the bat that the three biggest spaces in terms of where people are willing to invest are always going to fall under health, wealth, or happiness. Those are the three biggest areas that people are investing and spending money in. So if you want to look for an obvious space where people are willing to spend money, target health, wealth, or happiness, or some sub-niche of that, okay? Now, let's talk a little bit about setting your business up the right way. So although we wanna get right into all the fun stuff that has to do with your product or service and getting started marketing, getting out there in the world, there are some technical things that you wanna make sure you do right from the very beginning. Obviously, you should either go to your local score or work with something like LegalZoom to go ahead and get a legally formed business. And you will need to seek counseling on whether you're going to start an LLC, an S-Corp, a C-Corp, a corporation. You want to make sure that you get the right legal formation in place for the type of business that you are going to pursue. So you wanna go ahead and get counseling on the right legal formation of your business and you wanna select the correct entity for your business type and personal situation. You will also need to get an EIN number, which is your tax number. It's the way that the government's going to identify your business and that's how you ensure that you're putting a separation between yourself and your company to protect yourself personally. The legal formation, you wanna make sure you have your tax number in place so that everything can be tracked appropriately. You wanna go ahead and get a company email set up. So one of the things about starting a business is that you should not be mixing business and personal, whether it's your bank account, your emails, whatever it is. You know, start a professional business email account. You can do that through GoDaddy when you claim a domain name for just a couple dollars a year. Get a professional company email and get yourself set up with a totally separate business account. You wanna make sure that your business and personal finances are kept separate at all times. If you have an idea for what you want your company name to be, go ahead and search for the web domain for that. If it's something that you feel needs to be uh, trademarked, that's great. Go ahead and do that. If not, then you can come back to that at a later date. And of course, you need to check with your state and industry for all additional requirements because every different type of business and different business model in different um, industries has different regulations and require different certifications or paperwork that needs to be done. So those are some of the initial steps that you absolutely want to make sure that you get set up right away to ensure that you're protecting yourself personally and that you're just setting up a true legitimate business. You have to treat your business like a business from day one. If you want your business ultimately to take care of you, you have to take care of your business.
Now let's talk about entry points. How do you get started actually generating clients and making money? Well, in part two, we're gonna be talking about your kind of action plan as far as getting your first client. But today I wanna talk a little bit about your entry point in terms of the type of product or service you wanna initially offer. Many times the best entry point is going to be through a service. There's higher profits, there's less setup, there's no technical requirements, and it's a much simpler execution. So what you want to assess here is look at the industry and the problem that you want to solve and then look one step deeper, what knowledge do you have that people in that space would be willing to pay for? How can you then package that knowledge in your own kind of proprietary step-by-step model or system, module-by-module or phase-by-phase, step-by-step process that you can take out and teach to other people? Anything that you have learned and successfully been able to implement and execute to get a specific result, chances are there's someone else that also wants to learn that thing that would be willing to invest in paying to learn a system instead of having to go through the guess and test model to try and you know figure it out on their own. One of the biggest markets that is absolutely booming right now is the online education space. So do market research, see how others are leveraging their skills and expertise, and get an idea of the price point that you want to be at for your starter packages. Most people, when it comes to coaching, consulting, you know, any type of realm where you're sharing knowledge or expertise and and kind of deploying that, typically a 90-day package is the easiest sell when you're just getting started because it's a time frame that people are typically pretty comfortable with out of the gate and then you can extend that timeline as you go. Then you want to go ahead and get started sharing, marketing, and promoting your new business. Now, most people at this point make a big, big mistake. And so my goal today is to help save you from some of those traps. And the big mistake that most people make at this point is they then begin building a website. And they spend close to a year going back and forth with the web designer and working on the copy and picking out pictures and setting up pages. But the problem with that is this. It costs you thousands and thousands of dollars to set up a website. You're just getting started in a brand new business. By the time that that website is actually done and up and running, almost a year later, you've lost so much money and time on getting that website set up that it is no longer an asset to you. It's now an expense and it most likely doesn't even match where you're going and what you're going to be doing in the business, which is why I recommend that you table building a website until much later on, until you're actually serving your first clients and actually clear on the direction you're going with the business and what you really wanna focus on in that website. Instead, what I do recommend is getting a landing page built for your opt-in to start building your email list, which we're going to talk more about that in part two of this series. So as far as getting started sharing and marketing your new business, if you don't have a website, where do you send people to? 
Well, the easiest, most obvious place is LinkedIn. LinkedIn is basically a professional resume online. So one of the first things that you can do is go in there, really beef up your LinkedIn profile, add all of the detail about what you're now doing, get your new company name up there, uh, you know, really spend some time building a robust profile that you can send someone to that gives them a great understanding of who you are, what you do, who you help, what results you're going to be able to provide for them. Okay, and that then gives you a page to send people back to for informational purposes if in fact they need to get more information from you. Now, so what is the step-by-step process that you are going to follow? I'm going to give you 10 quick steps and we'll dig into these deeper on part two, but I want to at least get the wheels turning for you. 10 steps to get started marketing, promoting, and sharing your new business. Number one is putting together your asset list. The easiest, most obvious way to get started with your first handful of clients is by sharing with everyone you know, and I do mean everyone, reaching out to them personally multiple times via email and phone, letting them know about your new business, asking if they have a want or a need, asking if they could introduce you to someone that they believe would have a want or need, and these people in your inner circle are the people most likely to want to help you, and they're the most invested in your success. So when you're just getting started, it's incredibly important that you are going from your inner circle and using your inner circle to get you introduced, connected, and referred to people in their circle that you could potentially help. Number two, we already talked about setting up your LinkedIn page. Get started connecting with people in your target market on LinkedIn and begin sending out messages with great content and introductory messages, learning about them, trying to gain an understanding of their wants and needs, and begin qualifying leads on LinkedIn. Number three, get your Facebook page set up. So you do need a business page that's separate from your personal one. You want to start going live each week um, and offering that free consultation. This means you're going to need to get a like ad set up so that you can build an audience and you're going to want to promote your posts at least once to twice a week to get them in front of the people that are now liking your page. Step four, you're going to get together a list of business-to-business targets, especially if you have a handful of connections that may know people within these companies. So having a list of business-to-business targets is a great asset to any business because on average, your corporate or business clients are going to pay about 20 times what your consumer clients are going to. So it's always good to have a couple assets in your back pocket that can um, protect you in a down month or slow period. Okay? Next, you want to take on a group of betas in a small group to deliver your first offering. So there's nothing better when you're getting started with a new business than getting started with your new business. Get out there and do the work. Find five people that are in the target market you want to serve, that have the need that you want, that would be the type of people you want to work with, and offer them an opportunity to work with you for 90 days. This gives you an opportunity to flesh out your system, get everything documented, get testimonials, get referrals, and use their feedback to shape your actual official offering that you're going to charge for. This is an invaluable step in your process. 
ask for introductions and referrals daily. So a referral doesn't need to necessarily come from a client of yours. It can also come from people that you know, people that you're connected to, people that you get introduced to in everyday life. Every day you should be asking three to five people for an introduction or a referral to someone that you can help. Number seven, you're going to need photography. So whether you're going to go to a professional photography firm or you're going to go to your local university and get a college student who's majoring in photography, one way or another, you're going to need up-to-date, punchy, professional pictures that you can use online, on your website, on your Facebook business page, and in your content that you're going to be promoting. Number eight, you want to find and join relevant groups on Facebook. Start answering questions daily. Consider starting your own where you can add value, go live, do posts, and drive people into consultations. Number nine, you want to hire an intern, a part-time contractor, or someone that can help you promote and do the admin and techie work in your business. One of the most important decisions you will ever make as a new entrepreneur is to allow yourself to be the CEO of your business versus getting stuck down in the weeds working for eight or ten dollars an hour when you should be up in the double digits at least. And then number 10, and probably the most important that I saved for last, is learn sales and marketing. Virtually all of your success, the make or break of your business, is going to come down to whether or not you embrace learning sales and marketing. When you get started with a new business, your first three years, five years, and maybe even longer is going to be almost exclusively dedicated to you selling and marketing to generate clients in your business. If you don't commit to learning this right away, chances are you probably won't make it as an entrepreneur. The people that don't commit to this process ultimately can't figure out how to generate clients. And if you can't generate clients, you're not in business. So find a mentor, find a coaching program, find someone you can learn from and grow with and make sure that this is something that's integrated into what you're doing every single day in your business. You need to become a student of sales and marketing for life if you want to become a successful entrepreneur that can impact generations, build a legacy, build that million dollar foundation, and enjoy all of the things that you envisioned as an entrepreneur when you decided to start your business. Now we have so much more to cover here, which is why I broke this into two parts. I hope this was helpful for you so far. Feel free to uh, go to my Facebook page, Kelly Roach International, and post your comments, post your questions. Remember, I'm live every Sunday night, so you're welcome to jump on and ask questions about this particular training and how you can implement it and how it applies for you. And I want to remind you that we have a program that actually teaches you the entire system that we talked about here today. And it's how to go from zero to 100K in your business within six months flat. And you can learn more about that program by going to kellyroachcoaching.com forward slash 100K. I hope this episode was helpful for you. And until next time, I want to remind you to dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much. 
Thanks for listening to Unstoppable Success Radio. And if you're not already a member of my private email community, I want you to text the word IGNITE to 44222. Text the word IGNITE to 44222 to get all the resources, trainings, swipe files, and tips I only share there. If you're not already a member, all you have to do is text IGNITE to 44222 to get in on all the action. Thanks so much.